Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Tuesday, October 11th, 2022, just one week away from the real games, people. Very exciting. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, DeAndre Ayton. (laughs) (laughs) Tass Mellis. Hey, 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 hey. hey. What a clip that was. That was amazing. Uh, Next to him, it's the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. JD, the people were loving the new graphics yesterday in the comments below the video. Noah said, shout out to JD for the cool graphics and to y'all's willingness to improve the show each year. And then JVB, he wrote, shout out to JD for the amazing production work. All the new visuals and audio improvements over the past months really bring this show to another level great facts that, facts that warms my heart yeah thank there you. you go thank you i thought you'd start your tuesday off with a nice little note there two notes <laughs> i love a compliment yeah who doesn't I, I i mean sometimes i feel awkward getting them but not in this case <laughs> <laughs> you earned it <laughs> good uh shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on youtube make sure you take a second like the video confirm that you've subscribed to no dunks comment away share the show send in your questions to no dunks at the I'm sure we'll be hitting the beach at some point next week. You know, it might be sprinkled in through our daily shows. Uh, so get your questions and your comments in or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Yesterday we started our 2022-23 NBA season preview series by tackling some burning questions. This is part two of our five-part series. We got new questions, new shows all week long. So make sure you subscribe whoever you listen or watch No Dunks. You want to get to the first queue? Yeah. Most valuable player. Wow. Oh, big Hit Q. me in the face. Ringing it. With an MVP. It's a big cue, and I think it's Sizable very, very difficult Q. here this season, but uh, maybe you disagree with me. Who you got? Well, MVP. I, I'm piggybacking Trey's answer, so Trey, you got to start it because I think we have the exact same answer. I'm going to follow up with the reasons that your answer is correct. Let's I hate see. it, Tass. I actually hate to make this pick because it's chalk. Taking the favorite. Oh, I'm surprised. Whoa. But I'm going Luka Doncic for MVP this year. I was wrong. I told you over the summer, there's no way I'm talking myself into Luka winning MVP again. Right. But conditions are perfect Mm. right now. He's coming in in shape, which is the hugest thing after playing in Eurobasket all summer. You can tell in the haircut. You can tell by how tan he looks. He looks cut out there. And it's (laughs) going to matter. Also important for his case and his narrative is that his team lost a star. In the offseason with Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks, as we've seen with Nikola Jokic, you don't have to finish on top of the standings anymore, and I don't Mm. think the Mavericks are going to do that. I think Embiid is probably next in line if you're picking the guys who are going to win MVP, but Doncic is at worst 1B right there. And then you look at the stats he put up. The easiest way for me to figure it was just looking at him after the All-Star break. 30 points per game, 9 rebounds, 
eight assists, 47, 39, 77 shooting splits. If he averages a 30 point triple double for an entire season and the Mavericks win 50 games, he's going to win MVP. Mm. The GM survey, I know, agrees with you. 48% of them were picking Luka to win his first one, followed by Giannis at 34%, Embiid at 14%, and Steph Curry with 3%. But you thought he was going to say who? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, They picked Jokic last year, and I picked Jokic last year, so I'm probably wrong. Fade me. There's no way I can pick it two years (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a row, but I'm going with Joel Embiid because I think there will be a bit of a pendulum from a team that's lower in the standings like Jokic's was last year to a number one team. I think the Sixers will end up with the number one seed in the East. I think Joel Embiid will actually have worse stats than his last two years where he was runner-up, but there will be some bones thrown to him because he was runner-up the last couple years. Mm -hmm. And I I think the, the... the recipe is absolutely perfect for the Sixers to get there. I, I think the biggest thing is that their identity is clear as day. James Harden saying, I don't want to take it that much money. Give me give me a pay cut so we can bring in Daniel House, so we can bring in DeAnthony Melton. Him taking $13 million less, and in these clips here in the preseason where he's talking to Doc, and Doc is saying, we got to get Joel going. Joel's the guy. Joel's the guy. You're number two. Then it's sort of maxi Tobias Harris, number three, four, and then P.J. Tucker, clear five. Like, they just know. Last year, coming into camp, Ben Simmons was not there. Joel Embiid was the number one guy. But Mm -hmm. now it's just so clear. And last year, they won 51 games. So I think they'll be number one with a bullet. I think part of it uh, with the the Western Conference scenario is that there's going to be just so many good teams the Warriors uh, you know, wrench gets thrown in there. So I think there will be a lot of good teams and no one's going to run away with it. But I think the Sixers will, and I think Joel will benefit from that. And uh, the numbers are going to be monstrous. And he's going to get the credit as uh, as the guy, clearly as the number one guy there. You have faith in him playing 65-plus games again? Played 68 last season, which was obviously a yeah. career best. What that obviously a career best. I would have said I, – I have faith. I don't know. I guess – I guess play that many. I guess I just – believe in his numbers and and i assume that he's played more but that's career best yeah i mean the two previous seasons was 51 and a bunch of 60s in there obviously the 31 back in his first season shortened seasons yeah there there. were there were but uh you know 68 for him was a lot um and i would add like the one thing he has over uh, a luca you know nominee i guess for mvp and so with Giannis, is the defense and like I mean, Jokic uh, is a fine defender, but he's not on the level of an Embiid or uh, a Giannis. It didn't stop him from winning back-to-back. But um, I think that helps the Embiid case. If they are the team, if they're the lone team in the league, in the league or at least in the East, with 55-plus or around 60 wins, then he's probably getting it if he plays 65-plus games. I'm with you. Yeah. But those are big ifs. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. having the best record in the East and then playing those games and, and uh, you know, I assume he'd still dominate when he plays. So, yeah, we'll see if he can get it. Can can Jokic win a third consecutive? Can he join Wilt and Bill Russell and Larry Bird as the I don't people? think so. You don't I think, think it's so. impossible unless unless the Nuggets win sixty five games. Then I think maybe we're talking about uh, a three peat for Jokic, but it's just tough to win three in a row. We saw it with Nash. We saw it with Giannis. The third year, people are like, you've got to be the best team and still the best player. So yeah. that's his only case, I do think. And the Giannis factor could be. Just the fact that he's been one of the better players in the last five years. He's only won two. Give him a third. I mean, he's he's that that stable at the top of the the hierarchy in the NBA. 
Why the hell not give him a third? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I think JD has the odds from Bet MGM. It is Luca as the favorite for the third consecutive year in the preseason. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's uh, at plus 400, so not a runaway favorite. Then Embiid, there's the honest. KD making the list. Jokic, okay, plus 900. Tatum is just a fascinating pick because he could be the best player on the best team in the league. Absolutely. I mean, it all depends on how you feel yep. about the Celtics and not having uh, Udoka there and all that. But they have the highest win total on the board when it comes to over-unders. If they live up to those expectations, it's likely because of Tatum. And this guy was, like, averaging, you know, Luka light numbers, if you want to call them that. Like, over the final 40 games, he was averaging 28, 8, and 5. And then, you know, he's had a lot of postseason success, too. So that's just if the Celtics, you know, run away with the best record. That's, you know, juicy odds, I would think, for a guy like him. I got some juicier odds. I, I like okay. I like the Tatum odds, but yeah, I'm in an odds kind of movement, a value pick kind yeah. of move. What about Zion? He's way down on the board. There's a chance. There's a chance that he could surprise. As mm-hmm. in, he's so damn good. We were talking about it last yesterday, as as uh, the first time All Star conversation came up, and we all forgot that Zion was a first time All Star. I think, I think how good he can be will surprise people, and that's bodes well at the end of the year if you see the pelicans up there just the shock value if mm-hmm. they if they play well uh he can take over the league it could be a little derrick rose 2011 ish you know shock the world type thing and the odds are good and i think Kawhi is i don't no know I, I don't know how you no pick way. him no, yeah. uh, <laughs> no i thought you were gonna say his odds you can't set his odds high enough there's no yeah. way he's gonna win mvp it's unlikely it's unlike, but you know, I don't. Know. He took over the uh, the league in 2019 for a couple months. Can he do it for five months? Probably not. He, he's he's an MVP caliber player. Uh, he's going to be one of the five best players in the playoffs, but he ain't going to win MVP. It's unlikely. Yeah. Very unlikely. And uh, it's just I'm just playing the value plays mm-hmm. because they're they have the best odds as the number one seed in the West. So if they're the number one seed in the West, you know, I don't think they will be. But you know. If if you feel like the uh, hey I can win seven billion dollars if I bet ten then, <laughs> then that's go your for play. It. Uh, I've heard you talk up like the uh, it's a bit of a dark horse but like Zion for MVP. Do you have anyone else that's like way down on the list but you're like eh, you know? I mean happen. I think Zion is the best dark horse case I think and he would have to lead the league in scoring and the Pelicans would have to be a home court advantage team in the playoffs. Probably not like a scrape into number four either. They would need to be three looking good. Right. So I think it's kind of uh, a long shot chance. Like the Derrick Rose is a solid comparison, but the Bulls had the best record in the entire league right. that season. So yeah. that was a large part of it as well. So when you look at a, a player who could be on a team that has the best record in the league, I like maybe the Heat. I don't know. I don't. I don't foresee them having the best record in the league. But they finished with the best record in the Eastern Conference last year. Jimmy Butler is obviously their star, so maybe he's a guy that has really juicy odds as well. Yeah, yeah he uh, does, for sure. Yeah. Those odds are they're like plus 5,000 <laughs> yeah, from what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Though the Luka thing is interesting here. I mean, obviously his stats are going to be there. I, I hadn't really thought about the narrative of losing his second best player. I, I do like that. The worse but, your team is, the better it is for your MVP case. <sighs> That's the thing because, mm. like – I feel like the Mavs are going to be behind possibly five or six teams, right, in the West. Uh, you know, the, the Suns should still be good. The Warriors, okay, they should still be good. I mean, the Grizzlies, I think they're still going to be good. The Nuggets, the Clippers, 
that's five right there. Uh, and then you could talk me into a couple of these other teams, hell, if you want. With the Pel- Are the Pelicans going to be better than the Mavs? So I just, can he win MVP in the sixth or seventh slot? I don't know. Uh, it's happened. You're right. With the sixth. With Russ. The sixth. But the play in term, if you're in the seventh. Uh, yeah, no. No, you can't. You can't be in a play. And you have to have a playoff spot. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're going to make a pick or what, Skates? <laughs> yeah, I had a great run where I was picking MVPs. Uh, this is a couple oh. years ago now. I did go on a two or three uh, year run, but then I, I, I've. Uh, you know, I've struggled in the last couple. I think I'm gonna not overthink it. I'm gonna go Giannis. He's the best player in the league. Yeah, and <laughs> I I think if there if it's tight, you know, there's a lot of great candidates. The the records aren't that different, like whatever separating five wins or so. There might be a little bit of like, oh, he's only got two. Let's make let's like we do want to give him more, and he'd be deserving of it. And here's the other thing: if him, Middleton, and Drew Holiday are playing. They just don't lose. They have like a 72 win percentage, including playoffs, when all three of their guys are playing. So they have to be out there. Um, and when one of them sits of just those three, it's like a 500 team. So they're a damn good team when those three guys are playing and he's the best of the best. So I'll go Giannis as a pick. Yeah. But sure. love the Luka case. Love the uh, Embiid making sense, obviously, a runner-up the last two years. And then, you know, then some of these wild cards where you want to make some money. Where do the where the, the writers want to go? Or where do the voters want to go? Do they want to go like the Jokic and go with a Luka? Not a great second-best player. I, I think there might be a little bit of a pendulum swing to just wins again. Just a little bit. Mm. Less less of stats. Well, that'll make Jokic's MVP last year look pretty bad then, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's year to year changes every year you know well let's hear from everybody <laughs> yeah, that's there. the problem yeah that's 100 like percent the problem uh in the stream team drop your mvp picks who are we forgetting who are you making a case for john morant you know booker uh who else you got out there let us know uh with all these questions we want to see your answers all right our next one here which star player is most likely to be traded and if you make it an mvp candidate <laughs> bonus points for you uh who you got you get started test kyrie irving and and I uh, I know um, I'm yeah, I'm going I'm going big here. Okay. I just think he's a free agent after this season. Do the Nets want to negotiate a long term contract with him? Do they want to re-sign him? Do they want to lose him for nothing? To me, all those answers are no 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 no. They would rather <laughs> trade him in the next few months. And Durant might not like that that his boy gets traded, but. I think owner Josai and Sean Marks have already won a standoff with KD in the last few months, and they are, you know, they're, they're burying their feet in the sand. They are, they are determined to make this team uh, about the team and less about the individuals. So I, I think, I think Kyrie, even though it's kind of you know gone under the radar the last couple of months because the whole KD thing, Kyrie's a free agent after this season. Mm-hmm. Are they giving him a long term deal? Don't see it. Do you think that's dependent it. on how the Nets start, though? You know, like I mean, if they're if they're dominant, if they're the number one seed, like they were at one point in January, uh, it's going to be tougher to break up your team when you're like, we could win the title. I'm saying hypotheticals here, yeah. like you know, yeah, if yeah, Durant, yeah. Kyrie are rolling with all these guys back, Joe Harris, all the shooting, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yes, yes, and no. Maybe he raises his trade value a little bit as well. For for a for a Miami who's willing to take a chance, a Dallas who needs a second star, the Lakers obviously in the mix. Mm. I think those three teams. Yeah, you he might he might play crazy good, considering he wanted a contract extension, and this is it. This is this is 
when he earns his next contract is probably these first 40, 50s games. So you're right. They might look at it and say, damn, we could be, they could be the number one seed in yeah. the Eastern Conference 25 games from now. No doubt. It would be weird to trade Kyrie at that point, uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, there's a lot of weird stuff happening in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I think, I think it would be weirder for them to sign Kyrie to a max deal. That's uh, and, that's also weird. It's also <laughs> weird. <laughs> okay, so weird. All right, so you're going Kyrie, yeah. opening his third eye here, and uh, saying Kyrie will be the star most likely traded. Trey, what about you? Uh, my stars. <laughs> Sorry, man. My stars I are a lot took less a bigger, starry. Big, bigger star. Yeah. That's a big star. Yeah, my stars. Well, I, who do you want, Skeets? You want the war, <laughs> a former award winner or a former All Star? I'll take Ooh. I'll take either. I mean, those are stars. All right. Okay. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're <laughs> not. Once I say it, once I reveal the names, the award winner, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, okay. Yeah, he no. won a six man of the year award. He's got a player option for next season, $14 million. He would be the 50th highest paid guard next year. He's a clutch client, so my guess, he ain't picking up that player option because we'll get a better deal. He got traded at the deadline in 2018. He got traded mid-season in 2019. There's no reason for the Jazz to keep a high-scoring sixth man, so they're going to wait for a team to maybe pick up an injury or just need a little bit more juice uh, off the bench there. I don't know. You could maybe get a late first-round pick for Jordan Clarkson when the time is right. Yeah. Uh, just because he's a bucket off the bench. So I think uh, former award-winning <laughs> basketball player Jordan Clarkson will be the largest star player traded this season. Okay, now who is the all-star? It's even another step down. Can, Whoa. can I guess? Yeah. Gordon Hayward? Ooh, not no. bad. All-star. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was going to be my answer. Ah, so I think D'Angelo Russell a little bit more of a star than Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in – Russell right now is in the last year of a $31 million deal. The Timberwolves don't have a lot of assets left to trade to attach to a Russell contract. They've got the Knicks 2023 second-round pick. They've got a second rounder in 2026 as well, but everything else is basically gone. I could see them maybe deciding to trade an expiring contract for a little bit more depth. Uh, you know, if Anthony Edwards comes out and looks like the guy that should be handling the ball the entirety of the game and you don't really need a Russell around to kind of manage things, I don't think it's likely, but that's a trade chip they could explore for sure. D'Angelo Russell making $30 million. That's a lot. I talk about the NBA every day, and I forgot. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. You learn something new every day. 30 biggies. Part of the KD sign-in trade had to be a huge deal. Mm. We talked yesterday, part one, about the Warriors and their chances to repeat or win the West, and we talked a lot about the Draymond Green, uh, Jordan Poole incident, and uh, you guys were pretty adamant that you don't think Draymond will be moved because, of course, that's what happens when this goes down. Suddenly it's like, oh, the Lakers are making a move for him. Oh, maybe the Mavericks can somehow make a move for him, which would be very difficult with their books, but uh, I assume nobody had Draymond there on their list. You think they'll work this out? <laughs> I give him a question mark. Okay. Give him a question mark at <laughs> okay. least. You know, with the reports that he sees this as his last season with the Warriors yeah. and he would be interested in going to the Lakers, it doesn't seem likely to me that they would just move on like that and, like, cut ties right away with such a franchise mainstay. But you're going to see his name in a lot of trade machine posts, that's yeah. for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I would think it's so strange. I just talked about Joe Sy saying, KD, you don't like us trading, Kyrie? Get over it. I don't see uh, Warriors ownership doing that to Steph. Steph True. wants Dre in right. the playoffs beside him for another run. He, 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 he definitely. I mean, if something goes awry this year, then maybe they cut ties at the end of the year. But I think everything's good, especially with the way they're treating it. 
you know, they're they're trying to uh, temper things yeah. a lot right now. A uh, name that, of course, has been like in a lot of those trade machines over the last little bit, Russell Westbrook. Whether you can still consider him, yeah, a gotta, star. he's got a question mark for me. Gotta be well. a question Could mark. Be. And then guys that are not even all stars. I mean, borderline all stars, but their names have come up in every single trade. It feels like for like the last eighteen months in some of their cases, Miles Turner, <laughs> John Collins, are the two. Like oh, where it's God, like yeah. totally. you'll be shocked if they're not dealt. Uh, but it, but they're still with their obviously their squads. And then I put one more who was an all star uh, and also won an award, Julius Randle. <laughs> Right? Yeah. You okay. can picture where they just uh, they move away from that contract, which is, you know, didn't look good last year after mm-hmm. signing the big deal after a really, really good season. Now, we think he's going to bounce back a little bit. It'll be somewhere in between. So, And I think the Knicks are going to be uh, at least a 500 squad, so probably unlikely if he's contributing. But I don't know. I had him on my list. Big contract for someone to say, hello. Yeah. Yeah, it's 100 mil over four years, right? So that's... That's a big contract to take on. But what about the guy, the first name that was said on this podcast today? DeAndre Ayton? Yeah. <laughs> wow, so January, you're flash forward. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, right. right? He, does, he has that Isn't limitation. it till January 15th or something? He did. There is a rule, something yeah. like that. Doesn't seem like he wants to be in Phoenix. I, got, <laughs> I mean, he's going he's gonna to play, put up numbers in a preseason game yesterday. He, he's, uh, he can be a workhorse, but uh, I, I'm... Definitely watching the Phoenix situation, as as we all were. When you lose by 50, something's up. Uh, but anyway. I, How I, would you rank those three guys in terms of, like, star power? Eaton, Turner, and Collins. Just like that. Just like that? I think so. I think so. that's sort of yeah. right, too. It's close with maybe Turner and Collins. But well, I think I, I, per, on my are. personal rankings, I've got Collins ahead of Turner. I okay. like him better as okay. a player, but I think Turner has more yeah. star power and prestige around the league with his shot blocking skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along with Turner, Buddy Heald. It's yeah. got to be dope. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going too deep. Are we going no, too no, deep? No, no, no. So now we're going to go. I mean, I, how about, a, how about a who he play for entry into the uh, player to be traded? Josh Richardson. Okay, no, no one cares. No one cares. I guess. Who he play for? Spurs. He's still on. He's a Spurs. Oh yeah. He was nice. traded for Derek thinking, White. I was thinking Mavericks. I'm like, no, he's not there. I know he's not there. Yeah, anymore. yeah. It's that it could be a who he play for. And yeah. Rashawn Holmes is an interesting one with the Kings. They're deep. I think he might not be too happy playing behind oh, Montez okay. Sabonis. You know, he was kind of the bell of the ball last year when the, the Kings signed him to a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, bell the ball's a little much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we did talk a lot <laughs> about Rashawn Holmes. He was a starting center. Shooting he floaters, got, paid, he yeah. got a paid four-year deal to be the starter. Now Sabonis has taken over, and how many minutes is he going to play? Right, 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 right. It's an interesting one there. Okay, let's hear from everybody out there. Joining us live right now, listening later, which star player is most likely to be traded? And then we get to debate whether that player is a star. <laughs> Buddy Heald. Nah. Never won an award. <laughs> I like that criteria. <laughs> if the NBA has ever given you a trophy or put something on your basketball reference page, you deserve star treatment. What if, what if you win like a three-point contest or a dunk contest? Uh, <laughs> like is Obi Toppin a star? Okay, Buddy Heald was on the 16-17 all-rookie team. Minor star. <laughs> tiny, tiny, When you're tiny selling star. it to your team, you got to be able to pitch it like that. Yeah. Former all-rookie teamer Buddy Heald oh. acquired via trade. This changes everything. <laughs> He's going to finish top 10 all-time in three-pointers made. Oh, jeez. That sounds like a star. <laughs> you know, I'm me. loving this pitch. That's a quality player. You're right trading there. for three players in one. <laughs> Buddy Love, Buddy Fresh, and of course, Buddy Buckets. Okay, rank yeah. them in order of who you think is better. <laughs> Buddy Love, Buddy Buckets, or Buddy Fresh? 
Buckets Love Fresh. <laughs> I, agree with that. Uh, I just I just looked up his name because number one, he shouldn't have been on that all rookie team because he was actually a year oh, older geez. than he was listed. Oh, but I looked truther. up his name, Chavano Rainer, R A I N E R. Oh. Rainer, I don't know, but making it Rainer, like pff, that guy's a shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Why wasn't that Make his nickname? Rainer. He should have a fourth nickname. <laughs> He's got a lot of good nicknames. Uh, let's take our first break. When we come back, lots more burning questions. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Quick uh, fact check here from Jonathan and the stream team. Buddy Heald did win a three-point contest, which we had totally forgotten about. In Chicago, he uh, beat Booker and Bertons in the final. Went for 27. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Booker, Bertons, and Buddy in the finals, huh? <laughs> Triple B's. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> the big ball was... zone. <laughs> yeah, or that, yeah. Uh, also, another, another correction here. Well, first of all, they should put if you win the dunk contest or the three-point contest on bas- basketball reference. Yeah, like I mean, it's not quite an award, but it's an achievement yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, but my correction is if you make the all-rookie team, it shouldn't count as an award. As an award, because I went and looked at the 2016-17 all-rookie team. You want to take a guess at the, at the first team? Literally the first team? We got one MV- We've got one MVP candidate who's there. He could win MVP this year, especially if you're Tass, you would think so. Embiid, Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, wow. so that'll give you a hint. So, Bro- so Brogdon, 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 Dario Saric, Dario Saric nice made first team. My man Pascal Siakam didn't make it. No, he's uh, he's not on the first or second team. Oh. Buddy Heald, first teamer. Yeah, and the other all rookie first teamer won an MVP award over the summer. Uh, uh, Willie Hernan Gomez. Yeah, man. Wow. wow. <laughs> first team all rookie, twenty sixteen seventeen. So you know, so, yeah, Willie does... could be traded this summer or this season. That's another star for you right there. <laughs> right. Uh, and Tenzin in the stream team. Uh, just a interesting point about D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Tenzin thinks maybe he will have his best season since his Nets days for a couple reasons. One, contract year. <laughs> you know, Big that time. does get yep. guys to play uh, to another level at times. And then having Gobert, who is one of the best rollers in the NBA, helps since D'Lo did excel with Jared Allen. Totally. Uh, as a roller. So, good point there from Tenzin. We'll see what yeah. uh, D'Angelo Russell gets up to. Yeah. I think we went through this stat in the, in the uh, some of our preseason, the over-under show when we were talking about the Wolves. Gobert himself had like 80 alley-oop dunks. Right last year and the wolves had seven so he's gonna help and russell's gonna find him for sure that's amazing something like that yeah uh okay next question it's another awards based prediction rookie of the year let's talk about the kids trey get us started who you got your eye on for this one who's the favorite pb uh yep give me paolo Boncaro. yep 
He's a walking bucket, and there are shots to be had in Orlando. They finished 30th in offense last season. They are bringing back their two leading scorers from last year, Cole Anthony, 16.3 points per game. Franz Wagner, 15.2 points per game. Franz will take a lot more shots this year. He'll be a main offensive focus, but they got to let Paolo cook. Uh, it's good for their record if your rookie is taking the most shots on the team yep. and it's good for their long-term development as well. So I think he's going to score a whole bunch of points. He looks like he's just built for the NBA already. He yep. has a pretty deep bag. So excited to see Paolo Boncaro in the magic. Yeah, I think you got to go with him. Uh, he is huge. <laughs> he's, a, he's a monster already. And he's got the footwork, as I said, bag is deep. Face up, block shots, get real physical. Like He's ready. He is ready, and he's going to get lots of opportunity on that team. They just need a jelly to go along with PB. I think the nickname, uh, well, his nickname is going to go, is going to be PB at some point. Um, I, well, because I, I started thinking about summer league when I when I when I was thinking about this question, and Paul Boncaro taken off the floor after two games because he's that good. You know, when in your when you're in summer league, you sit after a few games. He's yeah. that good. I did think of Keegan Murray though with, Ooh, with MVP the Sacramento of Kings. League. Yeah, well, sure. He played really well. He looks so good. Uh, but he, he's ready for for prime time too. But unlike summer league, and unlike Paolo Boncaro, I don't think he's going to get the opportunities. Yeah, he's on a in theory a better team, uh, yeah. or at least the ball going through other players before him in in Sabonis and Fox. Yes, but offensively he, yeah. for sure. And he may not start. Doesn't feel like he's going to start on that team. Uh, Barnes is going to start in yeah. front of him. Uh, and you can consider him a power four, but it doesn't look like he's going to start. There's, there's, there's oldies that could play more than him, and, and Harrison Barnes, and even Trey Lyles. There's youngins, Casey Okpala, uh, Chimezi Metu, Chima Moneki. There's lots of names on the Kings, and I think I think he could lose a lot of minutes, and that's the problem. They're not they're not just giving it to him. And the problem with the Kings, unlike the the Magic, like you said, yeah, the Kings are a quote unquote better team, and they're trying to make the playoffs. While the Magic know they're bad, so. Mm-hmm. When you're picking a rookie of the year, you generally, like you guys are doing, just think points, 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 because it doesn't matter if your team stinks, Mm -hmm. usually. Uh, So there's that. And I would, like, a lot of the times it goes to one of the top three picks. Since 1990, 23 of the 34 rookie of the years, that's nearly 70%, were drafted in the top three. And nearly half were the number one pick. So uh, there's another case for uh, Van Carroll there with the magic. 44%. Uh, since 1990, number one picks have gone on to win it. And then there's been other instances, of course, where guys were probably going to win it, and then injury sort of derailed their uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, maybe you just don't want to overthink this one and go with him. I'm, I'm excited to see Keegan Murray and even Jabari Smith uh, on the Rockets. I, I just don't know if they'll have the counting stats to keep up with PB, as you're calling him. <laughs> Sorry, too I much? Ever... No, I mean... Uh, too soon? He's got a cool name as it yeah, is. So it's totally. Like, yeah, totally. We're going to go with that. We're going to go with that for sure. Do you have any, uh, you know, wild card picks when it comes to Rookie of the Year? You're uh, looking down so from value picks? Um, I mean, I'm excited for Jaden Ivey as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Detroit. Uh, it's unlikely, though. What about a Jeremy Sochan? I see some, some stream teamers getting uh, very wow. excited. Uh, about the Spurs. the Spurs pick. Lots of minutes to be had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's unlikely. He's going to be exciting, though. Trey, is there any other rookies could could score a ton? 
that were uh, maybe taken in whatever the top 15, top 10? Well, I like David Roddy to be a random guy that shows up on the all-rookie team <laughs> okay. uh, for years later to look back and think of that big old boy. Uh, he's He's got like a very beefy physique with uh, the Grizzlies there. Jaron Jackson Jr. is out, so maybe he'll get a little time early in the season, which kind of solidifies his role going forward. You just, just roddied us? Did you just roddy? I just, just dropped a David Roddy on your body. <laughs> <laughs> Big body David Roddy. Oh, put it on the put it on the site right now. Oh. Uh, and put him lock him in for one of the ten best rookies this year. Oh, oh. I was thinking hot Roddy. I guess because we were just talking about Hot Rod, the movie Hot Rod. Uh, I was thinking Hot Roddy. But I will uh, Big Body David Roddy. That's I will good. make another I can't but this is true sicko shit. I will make another second team all rookie prediction. Here we go. Put Jalen Williams on the second team Which one? all rookie. Which one? The number twelve pick. The J A L E N Williams. Okay. Which uh, one is that? <laughs> I just told you two things about him. Um I you know, I honestly he's played really well in, in preseason and with Shea injured to start the season, Holmgren, of course, out, I think he's going to get some opportunity. And he could put up some numbers. Um, he had like a 15-13 game in preseason. I think they may have been playing not even an NBA team. That may have been against uh, an Israeli team. But I think he's uh, – he'll show some flashes. <laughs> he'll make the second team. All rookie. You just mentioned cool. Shea. I saw some people – uh, a little upset with you that you didn't name Shea Gillis Alexander as a first time All Star. <laughs> yes. Again, yeah. like you do every year. Well, I thought you were going to say any... I could have uh, had him as my answer for uh, Star Most Likely to Be Traded. Ooh. Ooh. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to our man, Andrew Schleck. Don't do that to him. No, no he's not getting that. I don't believe that. Uh, but uh, let's hear from everybody. Rookie of the Year. Are you going? Can you get crazy with anyone else? Yeah, let's hear your second team picks. Yeah, yeah second yeah. team All Rookie picks. Go deep. Uh, most overrated team or player heading into the season. Let's get people angry. This always upsets people. I love it. On this show specifically, specifically no dunks focused right here, the Kings are overrated. Uh, we're, to, we're talking about too much right now. We just like, said, we just said he, they were a good team. I know, man. We're like, their over-under was 35. We're all like, over, over, over. Kings, so many awards this year. It, it's the Kings, man. We got to chill out a little bit. But this is the time. This is the time to be excited. Uh and they are going to get into that number 10 seed. You can lock it uh, in. In general, I think the Pelicans are a little bit overrated. Sure. You know, they had a really tough start last year. Started 1-12, but then they played 500 basketball for most of last season. They were awesome in the play-in tournament. They really gave the Suns a scare in their first-round series. They've got Zion coming back. All of that, to me, just adds up to expectations. And it can be hard to play with expectations compared to playing a season last year. That was a little bit of gravy, right? You're like, we're not going to go far knowing we don't have our franchise cornerstone, but let's see what else we can get going. The Pelicans kind of overperformed once they got on the same page with Willie Green. I think he's a really solid coach, Mm -hmm. but I think there are things that they're going to have to figure out with C.J. McCollum having the ball a lot, Zion having the ball a lot, Brandon Ingram having the ball a lot, second team all-rookie. 2016-17. 2016-17. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Really, Hernan Gomez was locking him down, I guess, uh, that season. But, yeah, I think the Pelicans are going to be good. But people are talking about them as a potential first-round home court advantage team in the Western Conference. And I think that would be a huge leap for them to actually make. That was the same thing we were doing last year as well, right? I think it was 12 months ago we were saying the same thing about the Pelicans, considering Zion was coming back. Everybody hyped, everybody mm-hmm. hyped, and Zion didn't come back, and uh, yeah, th- they they were resilient. So yeah, yeah, it's all it's all about Zion. Zion is uh, is the barometer there. 
I'm I'm pumped uh, to see if he can come back. I found this question super hard. Though. Did you? Yeah, I was looking at the player, and I think the more so the players. There there isn't a a Carmelo Anthony who's you know got a lot of counting stats but hasn't won. Russell Westbrook is not overrated anymore. <laughs> right. Like something. It's true. Uh, he's been knocked down a couple pegs. Uh, I I found it extremely tough. Is there is there a player that maybe somebody that you thought could be a, a superstar but isn't going to get to that level? Is Bam at a bio overrated? Uh, is some think he may be a star? I mean, maybe he's properly rated. If you think he's a, a two three guy, I think that's where he's going to end up. He's obviously a defensive player of the year candidate. I'm going with the stars because you, you got more room to to rate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we just talked about stars. I, maybe maybe we got to start looking at referees. Uh, and they're and rate and ra- they're overrated. Yeah. yeah, there's too many. Like Courtney Kirkland, way overrated. <laughs> uh, we just had some Kirkland seltzers yesterday at JD's. Properly rated Kirkland seltzers. Was that like that no name brand of Costco? Claus, basically? Costco. Oh, yeah. Listen, all the seltzers are the same. <laughs> there are there are a couple there are a couple good ones that actually put in real ingredients. Not going to say the product name because we've already done too much advertising on this show this season. <laughs> two shows in yeah so i'm not gonna say them but you know they get pricey or if you go to a nice brewery they do some seltzers <laughs> right too because they got to get into the seltzer game because everybody's having seltzers anyways courtney kirkland way overrated that's what i'm there, there's some uh some names being thrown around yeah, i'm just reading some names from the stream let's team see. here uh, so I, I, I saw okay here. fine well Nobody i saw an overrated player i saw <laughs> devin booker I, I saw a donovan mitchell i saw jalen brunson I saw DeAndre Ayton, not DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bradley Beal. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking uh-huh. about that. I partially agree with every name that you just uh, said. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> partially. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Well, I'm going to pick a team to go back there yeah, for see, overrated. nobody wants to pick a player. Uh, <laughs> don't want to end up on a Giannis Instagram. I don't mind. Is, and this is going to be... That's my most famous moment. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it's going to be interesting because you took Luca for MVP already in this show, but I think the Mavericks are overrated. I, and, I, and I went through all the teams that I think are going to be better than them already, and I... I'm, I guess I'm just questioning, is the defense going to be as elite as it was last year, which was pretty surprising to a lot of us, uh, how great it was. You've got Wood in now. He's not really known as a defensive uh, you know, stopper there. McGee, maybe he helps uh, you know, cleaning up some rebounds and blocking. But I just wonder, like, are they just going to be very similar to what we saw with the Hawks in the East when they went to the conference finals? It was sort of a weird run and then sort of fell back to earth. I think it's in play. They have a lot of really good players, but... Are they going to need like the second superstar to pair with Luca for like a long postseason run? That's my that's my question. Yeah, it's so I go Dallas fair. Mavericks because they always survive without that second star. But Jalen Brunson was, I mean, extremely he was, solid. He was a good look, and they didn't they weren't lights out. Like Luca missed a good chunk of time, and they went ten and ten. But you know, Brunson was you know, instrumental in, in them keeping a 500 record in a lot of those games, especially playoff games. Uh, and he's not there now. So I just think they might, they might come down a little bit, but I, like now I'm talking it out. I don't even know if they are overrated. They were what a 52 win team last year or something like that. What a lot. Yeah. And I do think Luca is in better shape. I, I, I'm buying that storyline. I'm buying it. This is yeah because this is year five of his career. It just makes sense. I've already said this though. The counter will be like if he struggles for whatever reason or he gets an injury, then people will do the opposite and say, 
Guy played too much basketball during the offseason. Should have taken care of his body. Should have rested more. But they got eliminated. They didn't even make it to the yeah, finals of Euro Basket. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. But uh, yeah, uh, we're seeing the, the names you mentioned uh, as far as the stream team here rating people. They did a fine job. But, I, like, yeah, you partially agreed with all of them. I, I, I don't think there's one. I got no problem saying there's one. I don't think there's a good one. Donovan Michael Mitchell. Michael Porter Jr. Mm. Michael Porter Jr. is an overrated player. We've seen one really good stretch okay. from him. It was in the bubble. Obviously, he was injured last year um, and was really underperforming uh, with his back injury before he went out for the end of the season. I don't know. It feels like, myself included, penciling them him in for 18 points a game, 40% from three, being a reliable third star for the Nuggets. And I don't know that you can lock that in right now. Yeah, you can't lock it in. You, Zion Williamson has been uh, mentioned here by Christos Viras. But if he's not on the court, how is he overrated? Uh, the, the, like overrated as far as, yeah, you think of him as a great player, but he's not on the court, fine. I don't know. I, I find it different. I Like the Bradley Beal one, you want to talk about that? A guy who makes a quarter of a billion dollars? Maybe, you know, maybe, right. maybe that one's fine. The Donovan Mitchell one, I, I get that as well. People throwing that one out there. Maybe just a score who wasn't great at scoring in the fourth quarter last year, but I put that on. It was just the end in Utah, and his performance showed that. And so he was not great last year, but can he get back to a guy who was balling in the playoffs had average 36 and then 32 and two consecutive postseasons before last year i'm buying i think he can do more and he was part of great defenses Mm -hmm. i think we'll see that in cleveland this year and ty winter wondering jamal murray was bubble murray real or was it just a hot streak great question (laughs) he said i believe uh it may have been in an interview with taylor rooks i saw a clip going around that he said it was uh the the most real basketball is that what pure basketball pure yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. yeah that's correct because uh, you know that's all they were doing they were living and breathing basketball in Orlando and there was no other distractions <laughs> it's a fascinating way to look at it I had never thought about it that Tough. way but sure. well I he mean, played it, well so yeah exactly yeah. it's like no di- it's no different to me than LeBron saying the 2020 bubble title is the hardest title or the Heat saying that that's real basketball and the Heat being perfect for that sort of scenario <laughs> if your team or yourself performed well in the bubble it was pure basketball right. out there and if your team struggled and these other uh players and teams succeeded it was too easy out there <laughs> you know timothy <laughs> luau cabarro also said it was real basketball he had a, he had a great run with the, with the nets during that postseason but jamal murray hasn't played in a postseason since that bubble season yeah yeah Give him, give, him a, give him a sack here. Uh, ben Simmons said it was real fishing in the bubble. <laughs> it was actually the opposite. That was, that's yeah. not real fishing. Oh, those were stocked. Those were stocked <laughs> bats. Fake fishers. <laughs> Fake fishers. Oh, you think, you're telling me Ben Simmons was putting lead weights in his fish? What? I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> you tell me he put walleye fillets inside those bats? He's putting beads up his ass, beads in his fish. That's it. <laughs> That's a <laughs> following that one. Guess what? I'm up to date on the scandals. Every scandal, every tertiary sport had a scandal this summer. Yeah. Chess. Yeah. Uh, fishing. Yeah, there's another one. Dancing. Uh, uh, eating contests. No. Has there been a pickleball uh, scandal yet? No. JD, anything happening there, on the court? There was that one you know other of? really good. Yeah, not one. that I know of. No? Poker. Poker. Poker, 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 that's poker. it. Yeah, that's a current Ooh, that one right a now. That was a weird yeah. one. I don't get it. That one uh, with the woman, you know, taking the hand from that uh, guy that was on Survivor. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Garrett, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Odd. And then she gave money back. Oh, 
It's weird. It's weird. That's going to be one of our burning questions here. What is going to be the NBA's cheating scandal this year? Somebody's going to magnet balls or something. Bradley Bede. <laughs> Check him. Oh, the, fi- the the fish is great. As much as I like the the beads, we could go back and and just create the footage from the bubble. Guys fishing, yeah. you know, do the the investigation. Like you know, zoom in on this fish. Oh, this fish looks like it's protruding a metal, you know, metal weight out of. You know, I know where the bodies are buried. I know where the fish have been buried. You know what I mean? Not really, no, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah, one of those investigative videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a weight in that fish. We got weights and fish! Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to throw out every single fish record. Because how do I know I love any fish. of those fish, What's uh, fish didn't, is have, best song? didn't have weights in them? I love fish records. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we will get into dunk contest participants we would love to see. Uh, in Salt Lake City this year, and which team will finish with the worst record? There's uh, a couple teams you can make the case for. Don't go anywhere. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately, so I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets, the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust & Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. A lot of scandals with uh, the beads as we were talking about some weird <laughs> sports. I said Bradley Bead, thinking that was funny, but uh, Coyote <laughs> Jester takes it to the next level. Joel Inbead. <laughs> well done, Coyote. Okay, uh, next question here with our burning questions for our season preview. Uh, this is what we always do. It's a little random, I'll admit, but a dunk contest participant that you would love to see. This year in February in Salt Lake City, who do you who do you want? Everybody Duncan. wants to see Ja Morant. Yeah, and I think he's one of those superstars that's going to follow through. <laughs> he believe. said it would take a million dollars, didn't he? Or a million likes? Which one was it? I can't, <laughs> I can't keep track anymore. I think we can take care of both. All right. Not me personally. I, I can't do either. But somebody is going to can pay. Somebody's going to sponsor him. Somebody can basically make it happen. I think uh, it was the second half last year, the All-Star game. He got on the broadcast, and Reggie Miller said, as they were watching a clip of an alley-oop from Trey Young to him, he said, let's get you in the slam dunk contest. He didn't say no. 
I take that as a yes. I, I think he'll do it. I think he's, you know, he's got his first all-star appearance now. He's established. He's not just going into the slam dunk contest before the all-star game. He's just one of those guys. He is a real one, as they say. I think I think he'll follow through. Yeah, if we want to, like, bring the dunk contest back, save it, so to speak, John Morant and Zion Williamson going in this thing would uh, I'd give it some punch uh, and get everybody tuning in. But I just don't know how... Uh, how likely it is, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Tass. Uh, Trey, what about you? We need a rich guy to put up a million dollars. There you go. And say, I, I need the dunk contest to come back. A million dollars to whoever wins How it. How is Drake? Drake should do it. Yeah, exactly. Drake should do it. Drake totally should 100% should, do it. should put up a million dollars of his own money. Or uh, whatever that betting company he <laughs> he's always posting about on Instagram. Yeah. Put up a million dollars of their money so we can actually have a good dunk contest. Because if they don't get a star, take the year off. Back-to-back duds with players nobody cares about. It was terrible last year. Uh, They took a year off the last time they had a dunk contest in Cleveland. Then it came back raring in 2000. So, Ja needs Mm. to be in it, or Zion, or Anthony Edwards, or just watch the highlights. The only other player I'm offering up is Ben Simmons. (laughs) Go in the dunk contest. Show us what you're good at, man. (laughs) Win people over to your side for once. Like, go have an awesome dunk contest performance. People might like you again. I, I mean, yeah, there's even definitely a reward. The three point contest. <laughs> oh, have you seen the video going around today? He's well, like, they're like, they're having like some Nets community event. He just takes a joke and around three pointer. You're gonna be surprised, but he doesn't hit any sort of rim net. He's about a foot to the left. So of course this is going everywhere. Yeah. The guy can't shoot, and he also can't shoot without being made fun of at this point. Right. So go do something awesome. Do a great dunk contest performance. Save the dunk contest because it has been bad the past two seasons. Maybe that wins some fans back. Okay. It's possible. For sure. He won't do it. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) John Morant loves pressure. John Morant loves money. Somebody pay the guy. (laughs) Somebody pay him. It's it's nothing off rich people's backs. And we were sitting here literally crying. Watching the dunk contest last year. Okay, not literally crime, but we were... It was, we were, it was very bad. It was, yeah. it was here. We had Obi Toppin winning, I believe, against uh, um, Juan Toscano-Anderson in the final. Yeah. Uh, we obviously had Cole Anthony in, in his Tims, uh, mm. which was a fun moment. So I'll give him that. And, and Jalen uh, Green. Jaylen and Jalen Green, Jaylen Green uh, really disappointed us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was a disappointing ending. It didn't get a, it didn't get better as it went on, no, uh, no. and we just got a little more sad as it went on. I was so. drinking more and more seltzers as it went. On. <laughs> it was that got bad. Got a seltzer. Uh, I love all these suggestions. Uh, they're not going to happen, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> because people are too cool for school. Uh, and blah 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 blah. Jaws so, a real one. He's I think do it. Uh, I think Shaden Sharp will probably go in it. A rookie from the uh, Blazers who have, I don't know. They say he has like a forty nine inch vertical. He can dunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, give it a go. Okay. Wait, I mean, look, if we're not going to get the stars to go in it, then we just need two guys that can actually dunk and put on some sort of show to make it half worthwhile. So I will have Sharp Oof. going in this as a likely, likely dunker. <laughs> and, and, and someone I want to see, don't get me wrong. Like, even if you get John Morant, we're going to need a couple other people. You need other thing. people. Yeah, yeah. So put the guy in it with a 49-inch vertical. He can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> he can dunk. Uh, 
Should I remove that question for next year? It just gets everybody all sad, and we just get angry about the dunk contest. I'm usually excited, man. <laughs> Last year broke me. It was. Just, it did break it was, you. It was yeah. bad. I almost got. I mean, I did get pulled over on the way home. Only <laughs> 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 well, good thing about the dunk contest last year is I didn't get a ticket for rolling a stop sign. That was the first time I ever talked my way out of a ticket. <laughs> That's sweet. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh. yeah I, I was ready for you to answer that question this year, but it's over, man. Uh, we got some people saying a year off uh, is a great idea. Ivy, okay, yeah. Gre- sure, Gre- people sure. are saying Greg Brown. Uh, Who? <laughs> Greg Brown. I uh, he went. He did an East Bay uh, right during a game last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, uh, which Obi Toppin has done here in preseason too. Um, there's not even a lot of great suggestions from the stream team. If no. we're being honest, Jonathan Kuminga. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> was it? They were, weren't we like begging him to yeah. go in it last year? Please, Jonathan Kuminga. Like I think Draymond Green was begging him. Yeah. Like, they, like all the Warriors they were. They said no. You're getting Juan Toscano Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jonathan Kuminga at home. You go home and it's Juan Toscano Anderson. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, which team? Our final question for this part two of our season preview series. Which team will finish with the worst record? Who wants to get us started? How many teams did you legit consider? One, just one. Okay, strong. what about you? I have. Well, to... I, I I I was strong with one as well. I know the teams How that are. It? All I right. know that I know the teams that aren't going for it. You know, help me out here. The Rockets, the Thunder, are going to be bad. The That'd Magic the are going to be bad. Probably. Pacers. Pacers are the one. Ooh. I, oh, Pacers, your pick. Yeah. Pacers are absolutely my pick. With Tyrese Halliburton, their prized trade target last year, they were six and twenty. Yeah. In their last twenty-six games with him, with him. So he's going to play this year. That's like a 15 or 16 win pace. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win that right, few right, games, right. but uh, between 15 and 20, I th- like 20 I think is realistic, <laughs> yeah. which is what the worst team ended with uh, last year. So 6-20 and 20 record to end the season. That was with Buddy Heald as well. It wasn't with Miles Turner. And I bring those two guys up because those two will be traded at some point. So it's going to be Tyrese Her- uh, Halliburton playing with Benedict Mathurin, playing with uh, TJ McConnell. Like that's that's who that's who's gonna be out there. Duarte, yeah. Yep. Duarte. Yep. You didn't pick him for a fifty point game. I saw that as a comment <laughs> yesterday. Not a bad one. Uh, anyway, because it's gonna be a bad team. Somebody's yeah. gonna score points, but uh, they're not gonna score more points than the other team very often. I think it's the Pacers. Lock it in. Trey has a different team. Yeah, Oklahoma City Thunder. They're already Ooh. missing their two best players in Shea Gilgis Alexander and Chet Holmgren. Uh, Shea will surely play. A handful of games at some point this year, but he will come back. He'll be the best player on the court for the Thunder, and then they'll find another reason to shut him down. They've been tanking for a few seasons uh, here, and now the best prospect in 20 years comes available, and we're supposed to expect them to not have one of the worst records in the league. I think the Thunder will push all in for Victor Wembanyama. Wow. See, I think they, were, they they won 24 games last year with that similar scenario. Shea Gilders-Alexander missed a quarter of the season, and... They didn't have Chet Holmgren, obviously, and they still were all right. Not this, the worst. <laughs> yeah, we're not the worst. I mean, they had a decent defense. I think if Shea comes back, I assume he's coming back at some point. I, I think they could. I think they could fight for the twelve and a half seed. Uh, <laughs> I I would have the Utah Jazz having a worse record. In the oh, you're not a Jazzman. Danny Ainge isn't like trading away everybody uh, for the eleven seed or twelve seed. It's, be the worst. I, 
then they should, and they probably, like you said, maybe are trading some other guys too, be it Conley or Clarkson, uh, as we get into the start of the season here. I think they're going to be yeah. bad. It all kind of it depends. Even my pick with the Pacers or uh, the Jazz as well when they trade Mike Conley or those guys. Mike Conley's not going to have a 15 win team, no sir. Mm. Mm-hmm. How about this wild card team for worst record? The Hornets. I mean, we all hit the under pretty yeah. hard when, in our over-unders. LaMelo Ball, I don't know if you saw, sprained his ankle last night. I don't know how serious it is. Hopefully it's nothing bad. But Sounds like a season-ending injury. I mean, <laughs> you joke about that, but they could definitely <laughs> they do should. that. And they like just they did nothing this offseason. They're, they, they're going to be bad. With LaMelo Ball or not, to be honest. So... Michael Jordan ain't losing. Michael Jordan's going to trade for every Zeller and Plumlee in the league (laughs) and try and win the championship. I don't see him trying to tank at all. Really? I think they'll be bad. Yeah. But just not the worst. What's what's Gordon Hayward on the IR right now? Is he uh, he on the injury report? I'm not actually asking. Uh, (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people saying the Spurs, too. uh, They may have one of the worst uh, win totals uh, by way of, I guess, and right, a lot of people right. Be I bad, didn't even so. mention him. Yep. So there's really three there. Um, excuse me, two in the West, three if you're counting the Thunder. I should say sorry in the in the Jazz, and the Spurs and the Thunder, and then got to put the Rockets. The Pacers. Well, I think the Rockets are gonna be a little feisty. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They play. Silas makes them play. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's hear from everybody out there. Who's gonna be the worst team? In the league. Uh, any final thoughts? Are you going to a baseball game today? You got all your Braves gear on. No, you got a no breaks episode coming <laughs> yep. up. Yeah. Tomorrow you're going to the game. No, not going tomorrow. You oh. know, you know, Tass sent a message to the group. He said, Tuesday, one o'clock, Wednesday, four thirty, in for either scenario. I said, Cool. I gotta work Tuesday, but I'm in for Wednesday. He said, Nice, I'm going Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want eyes on every game. <laughs> oh, oh like spies. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. Okay, so you're going uh, was, today. Yeah, I can't do Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you got a nice one. Uh, a one, one p.m. O'clock. start. Yeah, I'm I'm bailing here. Yeah, uh, quite soon, and like I gotta go. You're gonna have a seltzer in the It takes so battery. far. It takes so long to get there. It's 11 a.m. Two hours before game time right now. I gotta leave. Yeah, and I might yeah. see first pitch. <laughs> that's uh I mean, I'm, you're I'm exaggerating, exaggerating a little bit it's gonna take you longer to park oh that's yeah the, and then walk park to, and walk yeah. yeah and you can't take a, share, a ride share can't take an oops well, can't take a lift there because it takes forever to leave it's like yeah, they lock you a, in the yeah. battery they lock you in the battery the <laughs> surge pricing you ain't you ain't leaving <laughs> The, the taxis pull up like it's freaking 40 years ago, and they're like, hey, I'll charge you I'll charge you six six times the price that you see on your phone because that fat car on your phone isn't going to show up until like it's 8 true. p.m. tonight, until the game time tomorrow. Might as well just stay here until tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow, Trey. I'll just be sitting there. <laughs> just I'll hanging just, in the party. Waiting for my Uber. Still waiting for my Uber. Game two, NLDS. <laughs> I know what some of you are thinking. Probably in the stream team listening later. Why don't you take public transit there? Ah! <laughs> you can't! You can't take public transit to the baseball stadium. The last time I was in the battery for a Braves game, I grew a beard. Because I could not get out. $100. $100 Uber to get home. What? Really? That was a deal. <laughs> that was me waiting with Grisham three hours. We went to a gas station. We were buying beers. We were drinking in the parking lot of a gas station after a game to kill time. It was embarrassing. We nearly got into a car with a complete stranger who was going the opposite way. It was like, what? What are yeah. we doing here? Yeah. We're grown men. We can't get home. <laughs> 
Everybody? So I'm not going. Oh, principal. Hundred dollars. I thought I lived far. It was a hundred dollars. I got a ninety dollar offer, and I said, "Ha! Huh? I'd rather wait here and freeze." That's crazy. Uh, I almost got thrown into a cop car because I was running after my rideshare one time. I was running after. I was running after my rideshare. A cop said, "No, go over there with everybody else." And I said, "Excuse me, sir. I'm just trying to get to." No. They pick it up. They pick you up over there. So I turned around. I started to walk away from the cop, and he said, "No, you can't go back that way. Walk around the gate." And I, was, and I like got close to him, and uh, he he got he got right up in my face, and he said, "You walk around the gate. There's a gate there for no reason, and you walk around it." Uh, I enjoy the game, man. <laughs> yeah. Go Braves! Go Bravos! I'm riding my bike tomorrow. Just like oh, it. oh. Wow. that's a good idea. Yeah. It, would, it would take less time. For sure. I'm trying to figure if one way is downhill a little bit more than uphill. I think you might cruise home actually. I think it's a little more downhill on the way back. <laughs> okay, so I'll, so I'll get to take an eight-hour bike ride up there, oh, yeah. just, just laying in the stands. Finally go home, add on backwards. Yeah. Cruising, you're cruising. All right, uh, that's it for today's show. We will call it there. Part three tomorrow, live at 10 a.m. Eastern. Trey can't go to the baseball game today because he's got some no breaks. Uh, talking with Graydon about uh, where was the latest race in Japan? Yeah. Controversial. What's going on here? Like Max Verstappen won the the title, but he did. He's now, a two-time world champion now. Yeah, but they had to do a lot of math to figure it out. Oh. He was. Uh, he needed to win. He needed to have eight more points than Leclerc and six more points than Perez, but because the race got delayed due to a big-time rainstorm, yeah. it was pushed back. It ended up being a timed race. They weren't sure how many laps they were going to get in, and that matters because if you finish 25% of the race, the number of points is different gotcha. than if you finish 50% of gotcha, the race. Gotcha, so whatever. Gotcha. Who knows? Uh, but instead of watching baseball, me and Graydon are going to be talking about the 45 minutes of a race that we actually got to see. <laughs> at least you didn't watch it live. <laughs> at least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on at like 1 a.m. too yeah. live. So certainly people stayed up for that one. It was uh, That would be a tough watch for sure. All right. Well, check out uh, No Breaks. Uh, Clipper Bro apparently will be watching. Uh, no Breaks. I'll see you. <laughs> has, its own, has its own YouTube feed. Hey, I'm watching the race. <laughs> Looks like he's on a race there, sort of. Yeah, I love that track. <laughs> I like it. It's a screenshot. Uh, uh, so no breaks, uh, 1 p.m. over on its own YouTube feed and podcast feed. Go join uh, Trey and Graydon, uh, break down that race there. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Get your questions and comments in, nodunks at theathletic.com. Leave us those sweet five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen and download the show. Back tomorrow, a couple of the questions, guys. Who wins the East? Which coach is on the hot seat? And who should be the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year? Talking defense, Trey's favorite. Defense! Defense! Till tomorrow. Clever bro! You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, check out our show, No Trikes, because we only ride bikes. (laughs) (laughs) The base of eight people.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.